0: crazy
1: mother are we ready yeah you want to bring us in i'll bring us in in if that's all
2: right yeah Welcome to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. What you want to do a clap thing? No, 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 not, not at, at all. Doing? But
1: I want to make sure we mention Beavers first and Duke's first. Yeah, yeah. Like before I said, I got one thing. I got one thing to say <laughs> before we before we. Oh, get I'm sorry. That. Okay, so I, mean, I do have one thing that I do
2: need to get off my chest. Uh-oh. So, but, all right, I don't know how I'm gonna cut that, but <laughs> <laughs> <drink a> beer, <laughs> I may, you'll I may just it leave it in. Welcome to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. My name is Connor. I'm a chef and media producer. I am joined, as always, by my co-producer, Darren Lafferty. As always. As always. Hello. As much as I may not want that. But <laughs> <laughs> stuck with me now. Um, who's a veteran in the food service industry. We are joined by Will and Nicole Buckman of uh, Corkscrew Barbecue. Um, I did say that I had one thing <laughs> that I needed to get off my chest. It's been bugging me for a little bit. Uh, Nicole, I owe you a huge apology. Um, I did not realize my wording at one point when I spoke to you. Um, and if listeners don't want to hear this long story or whatnot, the first time that I came to Corkscrew Barbecue, and I uh, I may be making a bigger deal than what it was, but I, I really did misspoke. Um, sounds like it. The first time I came to Corkscrew Barbecue... barbecue yeah. I, uh, I uh, y'all were super nice. Let me come in take all the pictures and everything then my dad and I sat down and we ate and everything like that And at the end of it, you said, you know, how was everything? I said, it's absolutely wonderful and will is a fucking workhorse now As a producer of a, of a show. I want to do a little bit more research I have followed you story and I did a little bit deeper dive and Yes, that statement will is a fucking workhorse is true. It is also incomplete in and the, fact the fact that everything that you have done, and I, I wanted want to, to say this to you face to face, it's, the, the statement should have been, y'all are fucking workhorses. And that is a more complete and a, and a much truer statement. Um, and it was ignorance, and it was not seeing the whole thing or whatnot. But I really did feel bad for a significant period as I, as I kept watching y'all's story when I came back with my wife and so forth. y'all are both both fucking workhorses. So I just wanted, that's that been kind of eating at me a little little bit, bit, and I wanted to get that off my chest chest (laughs) and apologize that that I did not make the true correct uh, statement. Um, Yes, Will Will is, you know, working his tail end off, but there is a lot of stuff that goes unseen as well, Um, and and especially to maintain the reputation that y'all have. Uh, takes, a, takes a takes a team, team and and you put in a, a shit ton, ton of work and again, again I apologize for not recognizing that the, that the first time around I so <laughs>
3: I didn't I didn't take any offense to it okay. <laughs> you are just like me because you can ask him <laughs> I do that all the time <laughs> I'm always like oh my gosh I'm never gonna let this down I gotta go talk to him and they're always like uh, no, I don't let I'm it go like, yeah let it offense. go so, <laughs> you're off the hook. Okay, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. you. I have been forgiven. And thank you for the props because a lot of people do not
4: recognize the work that Nicole puts in it. Um, We both work uh, tremendously hard uh, to make Corkscrew work still, um, and, and people do fail to see that from time to time. So thank you. Of course, of course.
2: Oh well this podcast is brought to you by Duke's Premium Deuce Meats, premium <laughs> meats. <laughs> and also our partner Beavers <laughs> for having <laughs> us here. Thank you, Beavers. This is true. Yeah. Is I think uh, I think you'll actually have the chance to sit outside on the patio and enjoy this a little bit great. and, and yeah, get a little something to eat. So and yes. and great food,
4: great
3: hospitality. This place is awesome. The server was fantastic. Everybody inside was fantastic. The restrooms are <laughs> nice and clean. Yeah. Supporting people as we know.
1: The restrooms are clean. Why do you think Bucky's does so well? That's what we always talk about. It's not because of barbecues. Is good, I can yeah. promise you. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah I'm gonna agree with you on that. But the the patio is fantastic out here. Yes, nice is. Right.
1: They've done a good so, job. Yeah, Chef Arash yes. has done a really good job. He's gonna be missed here. you know head, head over yeah. to Buffalo
2: Bayou Absolutely. Brewing. Yeah. But the team has been awesome, letting yeah. us have this space yeah. to to have all of our guests, and we cannot say how blessed we are to. Tim
1: Harash, so. uh, Lisa, Jacob, all the servers. They take good care of us here at Beavers. That's very nice. So check them out 6025 West Timer Road, right across from the Palm. Great spot. Absolutely. Awesome. Welcome, Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that <laughs> was <laughs> a long intro. Yeah. That was a very long I intro. I apologize for and that. And Connor poured game, out his you know? soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the cold. <laughs> now,
3: okay, we're called another level now.
1: Here we go. Cried. Take it. I almost cried.
2: Well, I just I felt bad, so I had to get off my chest. And on the biggest platform that I can at least apologize. Now I know why you wanted to bring so. us in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and apologize. Exactly. It's always like, exactly. you bring us in, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Well, usually what we start off the podcast with is just like a quick TLDR or a summary or a recap of everything. I will say that there's two other podcasts out there that you know um, have a, a little bit more of that that detail, so we can get as lengthy into it as you want, or we can summarize it quickly if you want um however you want to do it but um you know if you could just take us back to not necessarily i mean you could talk talk about like high school and so forth where y'all met and and that was kind of i think will's first barbecue experience or wherever y'all want to start i wonder so if will had short hair back then he did, I know. He
3: yeah. did. He had no he couldn't grow a beard he <laughs> had bleach blonde hair and
1: uh like spicoli hair. like spicoli like with vans on his head like yes, banging his head
3: yeah super skater that's awesome. Um, I think the most he had was a blonde goatee that you could barely see. It was there. He was proud of it. was <laughs> late <laughs> What are you going to
2: do? He
1: had well,
3: big dimples, and I was like, yeah. I made it. You I'm dealt with it. Gray, yeah,
2: somewhere. you dealt with yeah, it. it. That's right. You dealt with it. Well, see, I'm trying to grow this out so I could be Will's doppelganger, and people may mistake me for it. So when I walk into a barbecue joint, they're like, oh, is that Will? You know, yeah. So, But it's not – I mean, this has been growing a little there too long. There might be a slight
1: height difference between it's you, you yeah, and Will. Right.
2: Right. Just slouch a little. Not, not quite Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, but I mean, <laughs> along the same lines. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Let's talk, I mean, how did you guys meet? Um, you know, Nicole, we'll start with you. But so tell us where you're from, you know, where you grew up.
3: I'm actually from New Caney, Texas. Are you really? Yeah. I was born in Cleveland Hospital. Okay. Yeah. Most people say Ohio, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> Cleveland, no Cleveland, Texas. <laughs> um, then we moved to Spring okay property moved to spring met his brother we were just friends met forever. will's brother yeah mm-hmm. and uh he was randy's little brother and uh, <laughs> then will grew up and i was like okay <laughs> now we have something
1: so you lived and in spring how long roughly
3: from third grade okay so third grade
1: okay so early on you guys moved yeah, early on in spring we
3: moved in spring third grade and uh
1: been there ever since. Ever since. Where did you go to school?
3: Spring high school.
1: Spring high school. Yeah. Did you go to college? I did not. That's okay.
3: I did a little bit, but it uh, wasn't my thing. I'm more hands on. That's cool. I'm hands on. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. both of us. We, we tried those kind of roads. And You're in the
1: right business wanted. for hands on. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we always did
3: more hands on stuff. It was it's just kind of more who we were.
4: Yeah, you don't okay. have to have an education, you got to be willing to work. That's about it, yeah. You, know, you got to have some yeah. common sense. No, yeah. That yeah, was, a lot of that. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Good, good. What about you, Will?
4: Uh, where do you want me to start? Where'd you grow up? Uh, in spring as well. Okay, yeah. I was born in uh, in Las Cruces, New Mexico. All right, but as an infant, we were moved to uh, Spring, Texas, and I've pretty much been here my entire life.
1: Oil and gas, I mean, your parents' oil and gas or uh, military uh, or all
4: kinds of stuff. I think okay. uh, my dad, when we first moved down here, he actually, I think, had a job at U Haul. Uh, okay is is why but the economy was just much better much stronger in houston sure
1: yeah yeah.
0: all the way around you
1: know
4: predominantly because of oil and gas but uh everything else was thriving at the time as well cool uh yeah grew up in spring went to spring high school uh nicole's uh was a grade older than i was uh but again her and my brother were friends and uh uh you know she was blonde and i was 15 and i was like yeah that chick's pretty cool you're married yeah. the, and then you're like, i'm gonna date up so i'm okay, gonna
1: I'm date, date up try. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. it took
4: like three years but when we hit 18 it was like yeah all right i'm listening <laughs> so.
1: so then technically y'all been together how long uh, outside God, of marriage out of
3: 23 years 23
1: congratulations yeah, wow. thank you, thank you good for you y'all been tolerating each other for a long time oh yeah Adventure. mostly her tolerating me <laughs> it's good that you recognize that or at yeah, least admit okay. it you know we, we've got that on record now I don't know,
4: 23 years of having my accident <laughs>
1: I'm
3: gonna say he tolerates me a lot too cause I
1: can be a lot well well, there's a lot of hard work in 23 years right I mean you gotta admit and I, look I've only been married 12 years uh, but there's a Twenty-three years, you find each other's flaws. You deal with each other's flaws. You accept them, mm-hmm. whether you deal with them or not. You accept them, yeah. and then when you have children out of it, man, it's just, you double down. That's right. right. That's we're all in.
2: Yeah. Well, then open up a barbecue joint. So every and year, married with a barbecue, with barbecue joint, joint you multiply that off. by
3: three. So <laughs> you know, three like five-year-old, and you're like, hey, yeah,
1: we should just open a barbecue restaurant. because yeah. <laughs> every, everyone can eat. Right. Yeah. we did. We ate a lot of barbecue. Will, wish. you can stand over the the smoker for twelve hours, and then we'll all eat when you get done. That's right. right? Yeah.
0: That's
3: right. That's pretty much how
4: it so was. worked. We really didn't have any choice, you know. It was feast or famine when we opened, so uh, that's that's what we did a whole lot of. Yeah. Whatever's left. At so the, be,
1: the So before you guys came to this barbecue fruition, this idea, what were y'all doing? What what industries were you in?
3: I did uh, commercial leasing.
1: Okay. And uh, more corporate housing. Okay. I loved it kind of managed the properties and that kind of thing leased or did a you lot of it. leased it
3: okay at yeah, least a lot of did a lot of corporate housing worked out here and then moved out into the woodlands i loved it i mean absolutely loved it and then we wanted to have kids was
1: it the interaction with people that you loved or was it the super, business that you love okay
3: super fast paced lots of people <laughs> i love
1: which sounds about spot on for owning your own business fast (laughs) paced lots of action and you're
3: on your own a lot so you were like independent you were very independent and and i loved that and then whenever we decided to have kids we had to have them before we got married Mm -hmm. we had some things going on and i went back to work and did um work for apartments and i i loved it too (laughs) yeah and then i did stay at home mom and that was my most favorite job so with the kids yes
1: Two kids? Two kids. 12 and 14? Yeah. They right? were
3: 17 months apart. So wow. basically two babies. Okay. And, oh. that was, and I know it's so cliche to say, but it was tough. It was tough. I'm sure. Especially when you're career driven, it's hard to stay at home. Yeah. Because you feel like you have so much you want to go do. Yeah. But I I could never give that up. Like oh. that was the best thing that I was ever able to do. and he worked for AT&T in his very beginning and he didn't we didn't make a lot of money and it was definitely needed to be a two-income household but he was like I cried when I thought about how to do daycare <laughs> when I was pregnant oh, with my son you he didn't was, want to let him go no okay and he was like well don't go back to work and I was like well, I have to and he was like no we'll figure it out and we did we did for five years that's I cool at home with my kids, and I was absolutely blessed to be able to do that I couldn't imagine have not been there for every single day just the little things, you know, get up for <laughs>
1: breakfast with them and little stuff. Well so. and I've you know, I've met enough people along the way that, you know, some moms feel like they were born to be a mother. Absolutely or some women born Absolutely. to be a mother. Absolutely. And some women feel like they were born to be a career driven. Absolutely. Right. And there's nothing wrong with either, either one, of, one of, them. of them. I don't judge but one of them. There's there's just something about though a woman who is born and says, I need to be home with these kids. I did. I think it's awesome. My mom worked and don't get me wrong, we weren't slighted at all, but yeah. She did it all. I mean, she cooked. She cleaned, she worked, she took care of us. Right. We never missed a thing. Absolutely. Right? Um, but I guarantee you she would have stayed home. If she had the opportunity to stay at home, Absolutely. She, she would have too.
3: And it was kind of getting to that point. You know, when they started to get to the point where Abby started kindergarten and Willie was in Mother's Day out four days a week, you know, I was getting to the point to where I was telling him, I need something to do. Like, yeah, okay. I want a job now. I'm ready. Like, I, I did what I was supposed to do, getting them to school, and then I wanted – I was, I think I'm a good happy meeting with both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. my kids are obviously first for me and you can ask him even when it Hmm. comes to the restaurant if my kids need or anything school or anything like that I'm like sorry babe I gotta go do this like it's
1: yeah Will Will do, you, do? Would you agree? I, so the impression that I get is she's really good with organized chaos. Yeah. Would you agree? She's good in that arena. <laughs> like she, yeah, yeah. she can handle it. Her hair's on fire, and she's like, "No, nah, I'm cool. I'm good." organized chaos. ying and yang. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Good. Good. Good.
3: They're, good. they're all super. Just chill. And I'm the one that's
1: like <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tasmanian like, devil. You're running <laughs> circles around yeah. everybody.
3: They're all eating, and I'm eating and cleaning and laundry and whatever else has to be done. And he's like, just make your kids to help you. And I'm like, oh, I like, and like, I
1: like it. <laughs> hey, pass me the remote. Get the kids to help. Yeah. <laughs> like,
3: I, I like constantly be doing yeah. stuff. No. I get I get kind of bored like the restaurant with just paperwork and stuff like that man you're in the I right industry out she's out. in the right <laughs> The front i want to be in with what i did you know and i walking and stuff is hard so yeah. i'm i'm want to be on the front i'm like babe i miss like being out there running in chaos. and chaos like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> obviously as you can tell so well,
1: let's talk about will and and what did so hey, she mentioned at&t but it's not, not
2: like a nine to five no this is a no this
1: is that's not a stop
2: yeah you know what, you were doing, you know, so it's not like you're coming home and it's, I just got done out of desk. You were, you were some serious labor work out there. Yeah, it was,
1: it was laborious.
4: But yeah. it, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I am. You know?
2: Were you yeah. out in the field or were yeah. you, okay, yeah. so mm-hmm. like
1: installs Store. or? It yeah, it
4: was, it was, uh, we were in what was called the construction department. So we dealt with all, you know, like main truck lines that, that run in manholes down the, down okay. the street okay. or up in the air on the poles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'd pull new cable, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. We were mainly splicing cable. Uh, okay. 1,800 pairs, 2,200 pairs, you know, sitting there in a manhole splicing this stuff <laughs> together. Sitting <laughs> them down the road.
1: Is that where they pull the back up the trailer kind of close to the hole, put yep. a tent over it, and then yeah. you're down in the stink? Yeah, it's in a
4: Nesco. It ventilates the manhole for you. Oh, is that right? It's also got a pump on it. So they're all full of water. So you pump the water down, you ventilate it for X amount of minutes, and then you can climb down there and start getting to work.
1: Well, sounds yummy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I <was> just <laughs> some, some of the uh,
4: some of the environment wasn't as, wasn't fun. I bet. I would take that manhole any day over than a than a pole in the blistering sun.
1: Oh, standing uh, up on a pole uh, yeah, yeah. with
4: all the red wasps and everything else up there uh-huh. with you. Uh, I would take that manhole any day, <laughs> any day.
1: Did you ever invest in maybe one of those bee suits just to uh, get up on the pole, uh, you know, like, ah, oh, I'm good. I don't
4: think it was OSHA
0: approved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how do you go from slicing wires, yeah. splicing wires, right, yeah. either underground or overhead or pulling wires, how do you go from that to, to finding a love for smoking meat, and then eventually like, hey, you know what, I think I'm going to open up a restaurant. How's that happen?
4: Yeah, so, you know, it started, I think like a lot of other stories you've heard, it, it was a hobby. It was just something we okay. did in the driveway as an excuse to empty beer cans, as an excuse to, to stay outside and, uh, in the elements and, and uh, uh, enjoy the outdoors with the family and the kids, yeah. and then have, have a reward at the end and, and show them something like, oh, I made it for you, you know, Yeah. that kind of thing. So that's really how it started. And, and uh, you know, as time went on, we would invite people over. They would try what we were doing out in the driveway, uh, but we had a company luncheon where I took some briskets to to AT&T to our our, our party there. And uh, before long, you know, people started approaching us. Hey, can you smoke me a brisket? My daughter's birthday party is two weeks (laughs) from now. Little things like that started popping. Side up. Side money, yeah. And, and it wasn't even side money; it was just something like, "Hell yeah, I'll do it." You know, I don't mind. I'll just have, I'll buy the have a good meat, time. You Do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, bring me a brisket. I'll oh, okay, okay. It. Oh,
1: you were gonna yeah. be, you are gonna be doing something anyway. Just yeah. bring it to me, and I'll take yeah, care of it.
4: Yeah, and that's the kind of guy who I am. Like, you need something from me, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yes, I will help you, no matter what. And and uh, she's the one that's like, you say yes too much. So it <laughs> <laughs> was her, man. She she was like, well, we're gonna start charging people for this because we're out there all day, every day, even work nights. Now you're out there smoking. And uh, uh, anyways, it, it, it was something that I loved to do. So yeah. I didn't mind doing it at all. Uh, it kind of annoyed her after a while. And I think she's the one that really saw the opportunity. Yeah. I shouldn't say annoyed her because uh, yeah. yeah. she knows I'm that way. But it, I think she's the one that really saw the initial opportunity and said, we can start charging people for this. Mm-hmm. We wanted we'll something else brisket. to do.
3: We did want something else to we do. We did. we did. want him out of 18. That was right okay. at the right time also okay.
4: where she, you know, the kids were a little bit older and, and she was like, I want something to do yeah, other than this. You know, they, they're... You know, starting kindergarten, I've got open hours of the day where I have nothing to do. The house is spotless all the time. There's nothing else. You know, there's nothing else to do. <gasps> what else okay. can I take what on? I to take on? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Give me I want to work. <laughs> um, So that was it. She started, uh, she built a website, published it, built a menu, did costing, um, and, and printed them out and said, next time anybody at work says, I, I need a brisket or I need this, hand them this. That and awesome. That's what I did, and, and orders started coming in. <laughs> nice. uh, so I, I stayed up. I would stay up at night, and I would cook. And during the day, uh, she would finish tending the fire for me in the mornings when I would leave to work. She would pull the meat off the pit, let it rest. She, uh, I taught her how to slice everything. Uh, she would stay home and make all the sauces, all the sides, wow. put it all together in a, in a pretty little package, and deliver it while so, I was at work.
1: Yeah, when you say she wanted something to do, you really meant she, she wanted something to do. To do. I, yeah. to do. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't
4: Determines. know if this was necessarily it, but this is, <laughs> 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 this is what she. This is what you handed her. You're like, hey, yeah. there you
1: go. When you started smoking meat, though, let's talk about from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like, so even Aaron Franklin will tell you in yeah. his new in his new commercial. Hey, man, the first brisket I made was horrible, oh, we, right? But we had a great excuse for people to come over and drink beer. And so, yeah. how, you know, obviously, you have to know your pit. You have to know your wood. You have to know the draw of the pit. You have to know the temperatures, humidity. Yep. How'd you figure that out? Uh, You're doing it on your own, but when you start to really ramp up, right, you're making a lot of briskets. How do you figure those things out?
4: You know, it's just paying attention to what happens. You know, you make the smallest little change in in one thing and it it just kind of spreads out. Towards the end of a cook, you're cooking for so long. Mm -hmm. You make a, a minuscule adjustment, and at the end of it, it's it's a it's this big now. Right. Okay. So it just kind of follows a traje- tra- trajectory, right. And, mm-hmm. and it can get out of hand. So you just follow that stuff and monitor it. And pay attention to what you're doing. Uh, that's what I did. Yeah. Uh, I burn a lot of food. I undercooked a lot
0: of
1: food. <laughs> uh, I, I'm,
4: I, I had some food that came out so sooty and tasted just like a log of red oak, you know. That
1: oh, you like mean it's not deep. supposed to taste like that? No. That. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's uh, how we eat it in my house. Yeah. Are you <laughs> telling me I'm wrong?
4: But that's what it was. You know, it was just trial and error over yeah. and over and over and over again. And then just starting to add things together and piece the puzzle uh, together. Um,
1: so you're smarter than I am and that you remembered it all or are you smart enough to write it all down I, sort I of to document the process? This. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think <those>. so. Okay, <laughs> we're <laughs> on the same page. Yeah, it's yeah. It's just,
4: you know, it's caveman style, man. <laughs> you man manipulate it with your hands and, and, and get a fire going and keeping it going and, yep. and uh, that was it. Okay. Just paying attention. Just all kind right. of tuning into it. Um,
1: Coming one with the fire and becoming the meat and one the smoke.
4: It, you know, the intuition doesn't, isn't necessarily natural, but it's something that can be loved.
1: Sure,
2: that's right. Uh, that's exactly right.
4: And, and that's what I did. I taught myself to have that barbecue intuition. And when you say self-taught,
2: you really mean that, and I think you're underselling it a little bit, and the fact that... A, a lot of chefs will take an apprenticeship or will work under somebody else. Y'all really didn't go out and eat too much barbecue. Y'all really didn't, you know. We, did, we didn't do market that, research. We could not yeah. afford it. it, it, it <laughs>
4: funny enough, like everything that we started cooking in the driveway, I, I would make a joke. We had a little mom and pop grocery store on the way home from work, and I would stop in there and I'd chop the rock rack That's what I
0: call it. <laughs> okay. like all the stuff on grass, The meat. I got yeah. Small, yeah. yeah. us. <laughs> so we people, Small disclaimer. Right. Small <laughs> hey disclaimer
4: yeah i mean whatever was on the on the rack that they were like hey we need to sell this today or it's going in the dumpster that's what i was bringing home yeah,
2: <laughs> we'll and, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. and i and i think listeners need to know that too that i mean i think one of the one of the things that resonated <clears throat> with me in one of <clears throat> in one of the interviews sorry um that you had was
1: you know
2: you're uh I think you said like your first pit, you had to call and make sure that it was okay to to get it or you know you had to, you had to set something aside for it it wasn't like everything was kind of on a shoestring and and you were doing it out of passion and a, and a shit ton of love you know and and I uh, you know I commend you a lot for that because other people you know wouldn't wouldn't take it that far and I'm I'm so glad to see Someone do, Someone do that, that and get, get the level of success. success. And and I mean, we'll get, get there, there for, for sure, sure, but you our know, first, our first
4: pit, you know, like like she said, I was it was a single income family. Uh, our first pit was an Oklahoma Joe's from Academy, it was the smallest one that you could buy. It was a $199 pit, um, and it was basically something I had to get on my hands and knees and beg Nicole to let me buy uh, because $199 $200 was $200, you know, sure. that was. We, did, we were talking about, you know, we were able to go out to eat maybe every other Friday night mm-hmm. uh, Friday on our night. budget. So to spend $200 of that, it was a, it was a big deal. She's like, well, I don't know, man. What like, what are you doing? We don't need a pit right, Trust right me. now.
0: Trust
4: me. <laughs> and I, it just kind of, you know, developed. That, that pit would cook one brisket at a time.
1: Wow. I was gonna say I haven't seen one brisket, like big a briskets. At, I mean, big pits at Academy. No, they
4: had they had three different sizes. The yeah. I think the biggest one was like six ninety nine, and that was just way out there for us. So, and I think it might do you know three or four briskets. But yeah, it was, it was a picture
3: a, at the restaurant of it? it was yeah. A tiny one. You yeah. still have it? No, I don't. Okay. No, and my son his eyes out that, that was the process <laughs> of, of
4: building the business you know every time yeah, yeah. every time we would expand I needed that cash to, to put it towards the next step the yeah next we level. didn't spend
3: any of the money that we made when we were still doing it out of the house mm-hmm. on anything other than the business, Expanding the business. Invis- mm-hmm. investing back, back in. in right? back in, back in and saving up to hopefully open
1: something one day. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because we're just at that point where we need to transition from, and I want to hear more about, you know, the, the growth process, right? Because it sounds like, it, it sounds simple, right? So those listings sounds like, well, I was just doing briskets at home and then all of a sudden people at work started asking for them and then my wife had a menu and a website and we just started handing out flyers and before you <laughs> knew it, it sounds so oh, it's a disney
2: movie you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
1: sounds so easy why don't we do that you know let's do that this weekend oh, I right wish yeah. it was easy. multiple <laughs> years in the making which is super cool but no one feels the pain like you guys felt the pain yeah. even when you talk about 199 dollar pit like, you're like ah, I don't know, man. Hey, was 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 we, got, we got lights to pay for. We got yeah, groceries.
3: Yeah. yeah. Two little kids, but we also want a future for our two little
1: kids. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, so, so let's talk about that vision. When we get back, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. Give a shout-out to, um, to to Duke's Premium Meats, our sponsor, and uh, hang around, because Will and Nicole are here from uh, Corkscrew Barbecue, we'll be right back.
2: Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is your one-stop shop for premium-quality meats delivered right to your doorstep. Delivering all over the United States, Duke's Premium Meats offers you the best in quality by personally working closely with local ranchers and butchers. Duke's Premium Meats offers everything from fillets and lobster tails, to heart-shaped ribeyes, to Texas-raised Wagyu brisket. Get amazing meat delivered right to your door by using Duke's Premium Meats. Visit their site at www.dukespremiummeats.com.
1: Hey, welcome back to Cost of Goods Told, uh, Part 2. We're here at Beavers on Westheimer 6025. Thanks for having us. I'm here with uh, Chef Connor and the Dynamic Duo 2, which is Nicole and Will (laughs) Buckman from Corkscrew Barbecue. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for hanging out. We took a little break and so welcome back. Um, You know, the first part we talked a little bit about who you are as individuals, how you sort of met. Uh, that fate that faithful day uh, that you guys uh, got to meet each other and then Ultimately how you came to fall in love with barbecue essentially. That's my words, but you've embraced it to the point where you open up a business um, Can we talk about <laughs> That day or that day leading up to or you said hey, I, I think I want to turn this into a business because i Nicole I said Excuse me Nicole. I know you had a lot to do with putting together the menu for friends and family and coworkers." Right. And how to order, and, and what to do, and how to make some money off of it. But when you decide to turn it into a business, create an LLC or an incorporated, um, how's that happen? And how what's you know, what's behind all that magic, if you will?
4: <laughs> I think I think we saw uh, just to preface, we saw a lot of a lot of good things in the in the year that we spent working out of the house mm-hmm. and, and and starting to pick up corporate client clientele out of the house and. And doing this stuff all under the radar, like underground barbecue for sure, uh, and we saw something there. There was promise mm-hmm. in the future, uh, and we were—I was having a lot of issues at, at work at AT&T. Um, it just, you know, I came to the
3: conclusion. With their that,
4: changes, not with himself. Yeah, I mean, right. I, it came, I came to the conclusion that, that union life wasn't for me necessarily. Okay. You know, having somebody else was really at the helm of my career, my future, my.
1: Someone in control of what you were going to be doing. And well, whether
3: correct. you got paid more or not. I mean, you, no matter how hard you worked, you still That's got okay. paid. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got paid the same as the guy who didn't work as hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it was difficult. And, and it, having your dog was, continuously
4: dangled in your face. Like, this might not be
3: here after this
4: negotiation. Uh, Your insurance might be gone. Whatever Uh. the case may be, it just, it got so frustrating to us, especially as independent uh, of thinkers as we are. It was like, you know, I think we could really do this on our own. Sure. Uh, And, and, you know, we had a lot of family support, a lot of our friends support. um, And and, uh, my grandmother, I mean, she's really the one that helped us kick it off. Um, Actually, my dad did. Well, he, he helped too, but he it did. was he bought
3: us our first cooler so we could do catering. Yeah, we oh. spent 177 and we yeah. couldn't do it. Really? So he got it for us. Yep. it was huge for us. That's I think cool.
4: my grandmother was the one like that, that. was it. Really, finally, she gave us the the money, the startup capital, which was a really awesome. I, I, we don't tell a lot of people that. Um, but she gave us enough money to where I could actually quit my job and leave ATT. It wasn't a lot of money. So let me ask, it was it was it was money and it was what we needed to live for a month.
1: So let me ask you this question. So your grandmother has this literally this vote of confidence. Very much right? so. Yeah. so was it the symbol the symbol of the money or was it the symbolic that she believed in she you that yes. you could Right, right.
4: Absolutely. It was it was the belief. It really yeah. was. And, and and like I said, everybody supported us, including my boss at AT and T, who told me, you know, look, man, you're one of the best guys I got. If mm. if you ever need this job back, you should call me That's first. cool. Uh, I was terrified. So we had I would imagine. plans. But we also knew that we were young enough and if this was something that, mm-hmm. that did not work out, we knew it was viable, but if it didn't yeah. work out for whatever reason, we were gonna be able to bounce back from this. It wasn't the end of the world. And it was it was one of those things that you, you hear people talk about. Uh, I've always regretted my entire life. I've always regretted that I didn't do this. Mm-hmm. And, and and we we talked about it and said, you know, we don't want to be those people. Yeah. You At least know. you know, in, in fifty, sixty years, uh, when we're telling great grandchildren this story, we could tell them, you know what? Though we tried it, mm-hmm. we did it. And uh, you know, it just so happens that it that it kind of worked for us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said that so well, nonchalantly. Not not right not yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he he told he used all of his paid vacation, all of his sick time and everything at AT&T. Cause he would take off yeah. sick day so we could do a catering. I couldn't do by myself. My mom helped us. My mom catered with me. She would help me deliver. She helped me set everything up. We did big corporate client. We had oil and gas companies and everything. There, yeah. Woodlands and all over the place, real estate companies that we catered to. And he came to me and said, I have two days left of sick days. Right. That's it. <laughs> the rest of the year and it was like in the summer so we no, saw it wasn't even it was March was still, oh so gosh! Oh, week. so early in the year, so you knew yeah, you, yeah, you so were out. I used four it's weeks nice. of
4: vacation, like uh, seven days of sick days, already is <laughs>
1: March no, was <laughs> was Well, that's summer. a good sign though, because if you're using those to, to help build your barbecue business, right, then that's a good sign. Like, hey, we're thing. we're getting we're somewhere, sure we're but getting somewhere. but at the same time, you're running out of we had to make a decision. guaranteed money on that uh, day, that was right? It. Yeah. So
3: they, we made the decision, and when it comes to AT and T, once you use your stuff, then you get write ups if you take days off. Okay so uh the last time we did it was he his boss told him okay we can do the write-up you have to take go ahead and just take the full five days because if you do a write-up you have five days it's one incident One
2: incident. Oh, okay so
4: you can take one day if you're out of days you can take one day and it's an incident or, or you can take up to five days and it's still the same yeah incident. so if you're well, gonna yeah. you're gonna take Hell the time
1: yeah. of um, do do, yeah dude yeah, do, do yeah. Hey, if you're yeah. gonna get a whipping you might as well yeah, get right. a good why
2: one I right why, why are you robbing a convenience store it's the same time as robbing it. a bank <laughs> you know exactly so it's one or the other so
3: uh it was the last time and he said all right babe you know you we don't have anything left. It's we stop doing this, and I do AT and T. We stop AT and T, and we actually pursue this. Yeah, and uh, we did it.
1: What year was that?
3: Oh gosh, um, uh, so 2010. It, yeah, so two thousand
1: ten was that in the March? Twenty
4: eleven. We opened. In, we opened the, tr- the trailer up in twenty eleven it was so it's 2011 2011
1: so this was early on then in 2010 when you made the decision
3: yeah no it was in 2000 no we started in 2010 we made the decision yeah in 2011. okay all right and uh i was like well i guess quit and we'll just do it (laughs) you know and of course you know we'd saved up (laughs) this was before his grandmother gave us the money we'd saved up to be able to live six months good And that wasn't including the restaurant. The restaurant was just to be viable and self-sufficient, but to make no money off of it, we were okay for six months. And uh, he called me and he's like, I did it. I turned in my two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, no. And I started crying I no, 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 tell him no, No I can tell him I want my job back. And he was like, he already said that if I want my job back at any time, it's always here for us. And uh, so that felt a little better. And uh, we found a spot and it was tough. We found an original spot, and two weeks before we were set to open, they pulled the plug and said, no, no, oh, we can't man. do it. We decided against it, and it was in our right outside our neighborhood, they they said that we could do it, and then they came back and said, council said no. We were supposed to open in two weeks, and of course, I bawled my eyes out talking to council, and they were like, nah, sorry, we don't care. <laughs> no, and don't I begged her and begged her and begged her the lady that said no, and she was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, "We, I don't know what we're supposed to do, and she was just like, "Oh." Nah. And she didn't home. care uh-huh. eyes yeah eyes out and, and so we got the truck and we just started driving and looking and we found the spot where we originally opened corkscrew found the spot talked to the guy that leased out that whole area and uh, he said absolutely we'd love to have y'all here <laughs> used to be an old u-haul place and it was completely empty dirt Property and we were like this is better than anything. No, so. now
1: being that your dad worked for U-Haul before, was this some sort of a sign from God that that's what you needed to you be know, so. here?
3: If you're
4: if you're keeping your ear to the tracks, there was a lot of those little things. A lot. Yeah, a oh. lot of those things, and it, and it, and whether it meant anything or not, I think the, all of those little things it uh, combined, you know, just made it that much more comfortable. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if if it just kind of felt like it was all in tune.
2: Sure. sure, sure, sure. But you also have to give yourself a shit ton of credit, too. And I think I, I talked to some people and I had I had to have an honest conversation with myself, too. And the fact that it was like when I wanted to start the media company, it was like I had a GoPro and my phone camera. And it was like, you know what, if I'm not going to learn to start creating on that, I'm not going to lo- I'm not going to learn any better than, you know, when we get the real camera or when we get the real mics or whatnot. It's like you're doing it one brisket at a time doing a good job and and a freaking hundred and ninety dollar cooler or what have you you know and (laughs) he's freaking getting corporate gigs you know so it's like all right you, you you're doing good work it's you know you're putting in the hours to 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 hone your craft or whatnot you're doing good stuff that people are recommending you you're still doing a damn good job at work where your boss is saying hey if shit goes tits up you can always come back. Right. I know I use that phrase, no, that and shooting the shit. Nah, nah, you know. Nah, 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 nah. My daughter listens to the show. By the oh, way. Okay. <laughs> hey, it says explicit. I'm, I'm, I'm just
0: kidding. On the I'm thing,
2: kidding. So. Like,
3: said I've taught her. I've, I've, taught, yeah, her yeah, her words, I've taught her worse. I've taught her worse words than that. Yeah. I promise. That. Restaurant, <laughs> restaurant life
2: um and, and we we've, we've mentioned it too that everybody has opportunities i think throughout their life to be lucky or to have a coincidence or, or something like that position, yeah. have you done the work have you put yourself in the position to take advantage of it or to you know be ready for that moment so you know yeah you know that u-haul thing or or whatnot you know there, there are things that are going to constantly come but if you are not a person prepared for that this isn't this isn't simple stuff you know we kind of joked about it like this isn't a disney fairy tale this is a lot of hard work to get that lucky an nba basketball player one rebound may go a certain direction but that dude has worked his tail end off to put himself in the position to have that lucky bounce so that he can you know win an nba championship it's the same thing with business i I think too i completely
3: agree with you we did i mean i I don't want to like sugarcoat it like it was just like oh we got into this we did this we did that we cried a lot I cried a lot (laughs) I mean there was a lot of um, you know mishaps and figuring this out and not doing the best job that day and and working our asses off for it I'm not going to say we didn't because we did I mean he I worked all day with the kids and anything I could and worked all day putting any anything I could find that was free any way to list something free online any way to. Put ourselves. I think the only advertising we've ever paid for was Woodlands Online. It was $199, and it was again one of the things like buying the pig. It was $199 that we didn't have, Right. Mm-hmm. but it was like, babe, this. I think this would be really good because it's the Woodlands area. Yeah, and that's what we were trying to market to because we were small and we wanted this niche first. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, there's a lot. You know, I think that sometimes we do kind of uh, shade that and, you know, not.
2: Well, we like want it. we want that on our podcast because we have a lot of people who are in the industry listening to this, yeah, and it's cool. like, look, dude, grind. You yeah. got to grind. They're no, there. it's not no pretty. Substitute. No, it's not fun. Not. The, yeah. everybody, everybody is going through some shit. You're not alone in this. There's and if anybody ever needs to reach out, you're welcome to message Absolutely. me on Cost of Goods Told. Anybody in the barbecue business, I'm, I'm sure is open up Absolutely. to it. Um, but I just want people to know that it is not the movie Chef, where it's you not. know hmm. nothing like that. No, it's you know,
4: work. Work. I like I like work work to the music industry when a guy gets his first major contract and he start they start playing him across the radio across the, the nation mm-hmm. and people hear his music for the first time and, and it's like oh he's an overnight success. I've never heard of him. <laughs> they just credit the ten years of the nightclubs right. that he played and, right, right. and the free free stuff that he did mm-hmm. and the open mic nights that he did to get to that point. Yeah. Uh, I always say, you know, we work really hard to make our job look easy. Yeah. yeah. And it that's what it's all about. But yeah there's man countless hours went into this it was sure. just you know we had a lot of luck a lot of luck was involved but there's a lot of hard work a yeah. lot of blood sweat and tears
1: I, and i would say from all of the guests that we have there is luck involved right and exactly. there's the opportunity that you position yourself your, just like you said mm-hmm. but i think the hard work the tears the laughter the the losses far outweigh right the luck Absolutely. right that that comes but along anytime. Big but time. but if you're not in the game, if you're not suited up, you're not you're not ready to go no, in the game. So you, you guys be have been to suited up, that, right? You mm-hmm. still
4: reach out and grab it, you know. You got to be in the to opportunities.
1: So now that you guys are getting the accolades and the recognition and on the list, right? Let's talk about some of those like mm-hmm. and none none are more important than the others, right? right? They're all the reward they're all, on, well, all the reward for all the hard work you guys too. have been putting in. Right. So how do you how do you guys receive those? How does that hit you? Like how do you digest it and how do you accept it? And you just go it is what it is let's just keep on going or hey we're good we're going to stay right where we are we're going to keep in this lane you know what i mean
4: well we've definitely found our lane i think you know and and there's there's so much more that that other other places are doing which is fantastic the innovation that's coming out today Mm -hmm. is is absolutely fantastic and we've actually you know decided that this is corkscrew we've always tried to stay grounded and in tune with it what made us successful what got us to the point to where we are today and we just keep riding that. Right. We focus in on, <laughs> on where it is. We've got bumpers on each side and we, we stay within it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that's not, that, And that's, that's very huge. clear on yeah. your website too, <laughs> which I think you probably designed, which is when are you guys going to not run out of brisket? You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the, some of the questions are common. Bris-
3: and these are, you know, I had a guy that emailed me a few months ago, maybe a month ago, and he just chewed my ass saying <laughs> that our <laughs> website was abrasive and rude and. All this stuff, and I was like, I went. So I went onto our website, and I started reading it. And those, the our FAQ where it says "read me," yeah, are literally the questions that we were consistently asked. Yeah, mm-hmm. And the only reason I picked those, because those are the most sure. constant ones, yeah. is so people know what it is. Yeah. So people, these are the main questions, and so I don't want them to have to feel like they have to email me. They don't They have to wait on an answer. They can get yeah. on there and get their answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can get on there and go, well, when do they sell out? Right. You know, and it <laughs> says on there, yes, yeah. I know it says people will post you know uh, reviews and they'll say well they sell out at noon and that's just not true no. <laughs> You know, I, want, I want customers to understand they drive in it's not gonna be noon when we sell out sure you no know? sure 3.30 but- 4 o'clock so it says on there these yeah. are these are like times that are the most estimated times mm. so I want I, I put those questions on there and I emailed the guy back and asked him you know what did you so I could know. Right. So yeah. I could go back and look because I'm seeing it from different eyes than he. Does. That's right. right. That's right. And of course he never answered me back. Of
1: course not. <laughs> it, was it was too logical. Too logical. Right. Because mm-hmm.
3: I read over it. I had our manager read over it. I had a, one of our other employees that you know our, at the front read over it, and they were like,
1: I, I don't. Really. I think it's. I think it's very straightforward, and but not abrasive. It's, and I think it is. Um, you know, it's very logical. It's like, look, we cook product. to our pit's capacity and to the mental capacity of the pit master. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't get more family owned and operated than that and that is what drives the barbecue business to become, to be in the lane of craft barbecue, you have to do it really well. Right. Right. So that doesn't mean being open till midnight with right. no, with, without running out of product—that right. means he's making the best possible product he can. I
3: need him around. <laughs> he's not just a pit master. So see, that
1: guy doesn't care. That guy says, "I want, I want brisket I or whatever." That, right. I had a
3: customer a few weeks ago that told me, "Why don't y'all open all night long?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, this is just how we do it all well, And We were talking, and he was like. Well, it doesn't make sense. You should open on, sun- on Sunday. You're losing so much money. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, Sunday's my family day. It's the only day we spend every six- second with our kids. Sure. Yeah. And he goes, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: he I was
3: floored by it because I was like, well, my kids are, the, they're the most important people to us. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I need to know that when they grow up, they know that we had one day that was theirs.
0: Sure, right.
3: And it wasn't about money. It was about our children and their livelihood and knowing their parents outside of just the restaurant. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, his friend who was a customer of ours since very beginning of the trailer emailed me and apologized yeah. and was like I'm so sorry and I was like I take no offense to it. Do you, I mean it's not the first time I've heard that We're <laughs> right. money on the table. Right. But I think what people don't understand is maybe we are but we're comfortable, and our kids are happy. Yeah, yeah. And our kids get to be with us at night, and we get to pick our kids up from school, and yep. we get to do these things that what we wanted to be able to do.
1: Still helps keep balance. Absolutely, because yeah. we we all know all all <laughs> of us know how crazy the restaurant business is. It, is. it does
4: get crazy, and I think that's how we handle those accolades. Is it, you know we're we're of course very fortunate that we're recognized for what we do. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we don't. We don't focus too much on those either. Sure. Uh, we, don't, we don't put a huge emphasis on, on uh, you know, chasing Yelp reviews and, and following social media mm-hmm. and what people are talking about us and, or what they're saying about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we focus on the product. Yeah. We focus on our employees and we focus on ourselves
2: that's cool that's That's huge because for every one person who's coming forward and being like oh you should be open on sunday there's other people i know in the business saying well shoot if they can do it and they can be closed on sunday and i can freaking have a life or you know like i can have that time with the children that's okay it's it's huge you know and it and it gives it gives them you know kind of that that idea like hey you know what i don't have to be i mean y'all work a ton you know don't don't get it wrong but i don't have to be Giving, giving up that that, that, that thing that's, that's so important, important to me. It's know, probably already so. an eighty-hour week, about eighty hours.
4: Close to it. Yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of weeks it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So when someone says, "Well, oh, what's another Sunday?" Well, that, a that's that's now we're at ninety-six hours yeah. instead you know, of eighty, we right? So Sundays
4: as well. you know, yeah, with, yeah, of course. With all the, with all the festivals and the throwdowns and everything else that we do around barbecue, this barbecue centric. Uh, those Sundays often we we often found taken. Jeez. uh <laughs> So we try yeah. to put the brakes on that too we right a lot of people uh sometimes the phone calls stop because a lot of the answers are no yeah people call us say can you come out here and do this can you do that you travel to this city and 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 do your thing and it's like i'm sorry no yeah we yeah. just can't good for you we just can't
2: that's good that's good i also think it's kind of interesting so like y'all said 2011 was when the truck came out yeah. i think y'all's Allison Cook's first write write-up was 2012 yeah. or around that time, and then Texas Monthly was 2013. 2013. So I, I think I, I, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also think that there's there's a history of craft barbecue, and it's interesting that y'all run into the same things that Blood Brothers run into. That you know even Greg Gatlin runs into where it's like look. You you were waiting in a line, but if you sat down at a restaurant and it's same same time. If you
3: put your name down, I've said that for years. If you go to a restaurant, which ninety percent of them you do, especially when it's a busy time, (laughs) you put your name down on a list. (laughs) You get a flashing thing, and you wait forty five minutes to an hour for a table you're doing the same thing. Yeah. What I grasp is, you're standing there. So it makes a big difference to customers. Yeah. Right. So I think that's why our biggest thing is customers. My employees, I tell them all the time, drinks, make sure they have water. Make they sure are they awesome at that by sure the way. Make chips yeah. if their kids need a coloring page. Yeah. You know get them something tell them that they're occupy their time and let yeah. the husband sure. or the wife wait in line like they don't have to be all make that as comfortable
4: line. as they can they, these people don't have to stand in line right they don't have to wait for us to serve them they don't have to wait for the the customers in front of them mm-hmm. to order food they chose to um they chose to bring their hard-earned money and yeah. trade it for our goods yeah. uh it's the least we could do yeah we're, we're we we love them to death all of our customers we love them you're standing in our line your family now mm-hmm. yeah
3: we, it. we put ourselves as a customer uh, rather than. Go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. Uh, we put ahead. ourselves, I think, really from the very beginning as customers because we always love to eat out, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think we started out going, we're going to look at. It, us as customers rather than owners. Yeah. So we try to focus on what would I want if we're sitting out there. We put a sandbox outside for the kids because we knew what it was like when we had little kids. We were at Willie's yeah. all the time. Always, Yeah, that's, right. that's exactly right. Willie's, that's right. And we could go have a beer.
1: Sit you know, out on the patio and, and let the kids get enjoy dirty.
3: Yeah. And eat and eat and, and like have a conversation. But our kids would be there playing in the sandbox and like enjoying that time. And not feel rushed by just sitting in a
1: box. Well, and I like too that you guys allow pets to come, yeah. right, mm-hmm. outdoors, unless, unless it's a service pet, and then they're no allowed indoors. Yes. I mean, I like it's so family centric, right, and it's built around your own principles and your own uh, priorities. Yes. That anyone can come and anyone can hang out. Yeah, right. it's going to be hot four months out of the year, yeah. Yeah. right? <laughs> but the that rest of the time, seconds. it'll be it'll be <laughs> it'll be reasonable, right, to come out and hang out and have yeah. fun. Right. So. I think it's pretty cool. I, I also really enjoyed what you just said Will, which was people come, they want to trade yeah. for our goods. Sort of fits your whole caveman look and all, but <laughs> it's just really it's cool to stocks, think. It's, it's really cool to think of the, the nuts and bolts of a business, which is people work really hard. They spend their money wherever they want, right. but they're coming to us. Absolutely. So what do we need to do to make them be comfortable? Besides everything else we've already done, given 90, 80 hours in a week right to prepare smoked meats and sides and desserts which i hear is really good <laughs> um, but but the environment itself mm-hmm. from the dog to the kids to the parents bring it and i love it that's really cool y'all. You. yeah yeah absolutely. you know
4: you, you understand people too and, and if they're mad when they get to your establishment they're mad when they get to your cash register you're not going to be able to people. I don't care how, you're right. you're what right. kind of barbecue I'm serving these yeah. people right. uh, if I pulled the brisket from a cloud and served it to them <laughs> it, it wouldn't matter if they're mad already Yeah. Um, so you know and, and that's how Nicole and I operate we like to remain calm and be chill, you know, and, and we want our customers to feel the
1: same. Because it is an experience, right? People create an emotional connection to food right. and emotional connections to right. their experience at the restaurant. Right. So mm-hmm. the fact that you've dialed in on that already is phenomenal. Thank good, you. good for you. you you're going to continue to be successful, in my opinion. So I think so, and I think, and I
2: don't know anything, but it, you know, <laughs> I <no> better saying <laughs> <That's okay>. it. <laughs> I believe in you. Uh, thank you. I think I think the uh, consumer also, you know, customers. You know, who are new to the craft barbecue world or whatnot, also need to learn a little bit about that culture as well. Yes, guys will sell out at three o'clock. Yes, we're going to try and post on Instagram or, or let you know or kind of give you the heads up and okay. stuff like that. But it's almost like I, I want to get with each and every one of the barbecue mm-hmm. establishments that we've talked to and put a 10 commandments list together and just kind of like, hey, there is no holding tables. Hey, there is no this. You know, this is just kind of the, the barbecue <laughs> etiquette. Without the it, for a while. That was just a we'll see. We're yeah, see, friends. if we do it, go ahead, yeah. yell at me. I don't give a damn. You, you can turn off my podcast or whatever. That's fine. There's plenty right. of hey, other hey, people to replace yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, hey <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Cost of goods go f- yourself. You know, <laughs> sorry. Your daughter's still listening now, man. <laughs> um, but but I think I think that. Be- because of the quality standard that y'all set, and it's just like, like any special that, you know, runs in a restaurant or whatnot, if I order it and you're out, good. That means that you didn't overorder. That doesn't mean that it's leftover crap that you're trying to dump or, or whatnot, chill you Make it chilly the next day. You know, and, mm-hmm. and also good on y'all for being able to put that balance together. I think any anybody would want that for themselves. It's like, why wouldn't you want that for for the business owners as well, especially people who are doing... And,
3: and we worked for it. You know, it didn't mm-hmm. start yeah. out that way. You know, we... We put in the time to be able to only work eighty hours a week. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. 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 Um, it. it <laughs> I, it's. It's. A, yeah. I know. I know right. <laughs> okay. But you know, you work really hard to not have to work as hard. Right. And um, even though it's still way more hours, especially for him, than what most people do, it's way less than it was in the trailer. So. Uh.
1: Well, and I would yeah. imagine as you have gone through the years, you've you've somehow figured out also how to work smarter yeah. and not harder, mm-hmm. right? Find efficiencies, what can we do differently? Right. How do we capitalize on this and that? Mm-hmm. Do you find that even at, you know, as, as young as your company is still, do you find that you still love it? Of course. I mean, do you, or do you wake up sometimes and go, man, I, I, can, go I can go back too. to AT&T. <laughs> you know, the, there, there's <laughs> Nicole says no, and Will's like, um, no. Maybe not
4: AT and T, but there, I think there's days for everybody. I don't care who you are where yeah. you're. Like, you know, so, sometimes it just seems like it'd be easier to draw a paycheck, sure. Uh, rather than do this, uh, there's so many moving parts to what we do, and we have to be focused into all of them. And, yep. and, it, and, it, and some days it seems impossible. Um, the good part is, is that those days pass. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, you wake up the next morning, and the and the sun's shining, and the birds are chirping, mm-hmm. and, and you're ready to go again. You're you're rejuvenated and and back in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's days, of course.
3: And the good day, The good thing, though, is is somehow, thank you, God. We have always been opposites. Yeah, we never landed on those days
4: of the same oh, time. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, so
3: that's, okay. uh, that's good. Yin yeah. and Yang. See, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yin and Yang. Very much so. I'll come in, ball my eyes out. I can't do this. I'm tired. I, yeah. I, it's stressful. There's too much going on. You know. See, so I'll follow us
4: on Instagram because if that day ever hits, it'll be for sale. <laughs>
3: <laughs> then we know. Then we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how,
1: how are you feeling you today? You, yeah. okay. you wait a day, yeah. man, just put a big sign out there. that right. says, "Taking a break." I mean, yeah, like <laughs> <right>. <laughs> see you soon you don't have to put a timeline on it just no, you know
3: you know we do every year we close at christmas and i know we everybody's learned by now that that's just what we and do. you're
1: taking a vacation coming soon oh, too right yeah i saw that since, Summer with,
3: since we opened we made a Good. decision that
4: we take we, two weeks of vacation a year for
3: our, nice our, and our kids need it I yeah know, of I'm course miss you christmas. need it Y'all need to. I'm needed. not going to miss New Year's Eve, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to miss those things with Good. our kids. It's yeah. just not going to happen. We don't do that's it. cool. And then our kids need us for a week during the summer. They of need our undivided attention when they're out of school, that we can go somewhere and do something with them. And um, it's very few and far between that we get customers. We do get a few that are new people, and they'll email us during those vacations, and you know, chew us a new one. On how you know it was rude that we were closed and blah blah, blah. but what I want, <laughs> what those people to understand is as much so no like understanding you, of them. Well, just like you at your job and you get your two weeks vacation, we deserve the same. Yeah. yeah. And as you take your family on vacation, our kids deserve the same, mm-hmm. and um, we don't make apologies for it. Yeah. you know i email those people back and i tell them exactly that you take your two weeks i take mine yeah uh, i don't get paid for mine you do so, so what, you should difference. you
1: should get their email address and say hey when you go on vacation i'm going to email you, and you your <laughs> <ass program. Yeah. laughs> like,
3: but it's kind of one of those things you know what you have to do these
1: things I, I love the fact that there's such clear perspective on we're going to work our asses yeah all for 50 weeks and then for two weeks we're gonna relax. Yes. Because we need it, our kids need it, our family. I love that. Yeah. And that's you know, there's 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 some businesses that, that I think lose sight of that, right? Um, in terms of a chain, this is why I love mom and pops. Right. Because in terms of I chains, a I love Chick-fil-A. Because yes. Chick-fil-A has stood their ground on their belief system on what days are gonna be closed, and they they've suffered, they've suffered the backlash from the public. But they haven't suffered it internally no, no. no. yeah we're good no, we'll we're you. good on, we oh you them. want you want to tray of, uh, nuggets pick them up on saturday and What's throw them it? in the oven i mean right, you know sure. there's so there's a way around everything is my point is. Right. so good for you for Lang, whether you wrote it down or you didn't, you said this is what's going to happen, yeah. and this is what we're going to do. So, congratulations for that. Thank Super you. Super cool. I think I, I admire you guys good time for that.
3: For us, like during August when we are closed, you know, we, our kids, we get a lot of time together. But we also, Will and I, also sit down a lot those weeks and kind of refresh you on to. what <laughs> new things we want to do because you kind of clear your head after a couple storm. of days. Yeah. 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 And and you know, there was one summer. I think it was like two two or three summers ago. We were. We went, took our kids to uh, Universal Studios. And I kept telling you, normally you know, during that week, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I got this, I had this new idea. And that week I was just stuck. Like there was nothing. Like I told them, I was like, I just don't have, I got, I got nothing.
1: There's I'm nothing there. in Universal Studios you want to serve people though, I don't think. No, 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 no <laughs> Mickey Mouse ears. No,
3: I was talking about with the restaurant, usually I have these big ideas of new stuff. When I come in, I'm gonna change this and change that. I got that, you. And I had nothing. And I told him I was like, I lost it. I got nothing. I don't have any new ideas. And he was <laughs> like, maybe you're just tired. You just like yeah. don't want to think about it for this week.
1: Right? You're in your and, nothing box.
3: Yeah. And when I came home, I was like, okay, I didn't think about it for the week, and I have new stuff, mm-hmm. new ideas. Right. And uh, it takes those time that time off. You know, I went out for surgery in January, and I, I had my computer and all my papers and everything at home with me when I went at the Shocker. restaurant. But I was working, I came, I mean I had our contractor at the house going over paperwork with me on new build outs for the restaurant, I mean I was, you too, you're supposed to be relaxing and recovering from surgery. I was like, No, I got a blame. Big idea. We're, this. We're doing this. And he was like, I went ahead and let, let some guys go. You know, like, Nope, I'm done. I've been watching Chef Ramsey all week. I watched Kitchen Nightmares. I was dreaming Kitchen Nightmares. Went in, let some guys go. It's like, No, I'm done dealing with y'all. I've let y'all go long enough. And I was like, I am Ramsey in this shit right now. Man, Will. I, I took that week off, and it was like a huge revamp. And, you know, you need that time off. So I think our coach should actually look at it as us Getting better. sitting back, yeah. thinking about things that we can't think mm-hmm. about when the restaurant's opening are open, and and we're starting new stuff. Mm-hmm. We want to rebuild new stuff and and talk about new recipes yeah. and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And I know we don't do a lot of that, um, mostly because we're just really freaking busy. Yeah, and we don't have enough staff to allow us to get outside of anything other than paperwork customer service and the actual things that we do right now um i think if we had a bigger staff we're extremely picky so we keep a small staff until we just find the right person that falls from this guy somehow and um (laughs) we hope you know we get more people and we'll be able to do more things but right now we're we're happy with just making sure like you said that we give them 100 percent. For the money that they go out and bust their asses for every day yeah. you know they do the same thing we do people go out there and bust their ass get a paycheck come to our restaurant and want to buy our food we want them to get exactly what they're asking for because yep. it's it's hard these days of course so i think
2: three huge takeaways that i i got from that conversation I was know, no, no no it's perfect though it's perfect <laughs> because three. yeah no i know <laughs> but the, the three key one one i think it was one of those where i think people have reached out or asked about like oh how do i inspire myself every day or whatnot there are some days you don't want to go to work you know and i yeah you know but you get up you do it you grind it out and then tomorrow will be a better day i think that that's kind of like what you were talking about two you also do have to find that time to decompress and give yourself a break from it because you can get where you got those horse blinders on where you're just running the track and you haven't seen anything left or right of you and so, when you do have the chance to, to to break those off, you can actually think, you can clear your mind, and so forth. You know, and um, I just think that the that that is key uh, key element to it. The third part that I think, from even part one, is y'all have let everything kind of grown organically and have moved organically, where it's not, hey, we're gonna go from house to big old million dollar investment restaurant or hey we're gonna do the next thing each additional thing has been because there has either been the the solid demand for it or hey you know what we we can do this now in your comfort you know? zone yeah yeah exactly you know but the foundations that y'all have set each step of the way has been so freaking solid um and that comes with ridiculous amount of work, a ridiculous amount of passion, a ridiculous you know attention to detail and so forth because we were talking about operations and so forth. I think one of the things like even Chef Ara's restaurant, um, Harlem Road Barbecue, the way he's designed it, you could walk in there and not notice that the, the, the words don't echo off of the walls you know you don't notice the it until you a certain notice distance it, you know, from each other exactly lighting yeah, yeah. is
1: all strategically placed same thing
2: with corkscrew you know i think one of the first conversations we had was when you when y'all took an order I was like oh this is just like a fancy restaurant like this is your pass right I was thinking maybe his first experience was in a really fine dining restaurant because it looked like that everything was clean to the T things were set up even the plating you know it was like it's not plated you know like oh well your barbecue sauce comes with a spear you know or whatnot but it's plated nicely that it's like hey look those little attentions to detail can go 100% unnoticed but when it's not done right people sense it a little bit but when it's done and executed that way i mean people just come back and come back to it because it is a wonderful experience each and every time and that's something that y'all have held consistently for a long Absolutely. time so
4: thank you so much for noticing <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so that's part two yeah, yeah. that was a great part two yeah, yeah. part one was fantastic yeah.
1: as well so and i'm so i'm glad to see this is where we're coming right so we're getting to know your past here's kind of where you are What we're going to talk about in part three is where the future is, right? Without giving giving away too much the crystal ball, Nicole's instantly nervous. Nicole's like, I need a
2: break, I need a break.
1: (laughs) So stick around for part three with uh, Nicole and Will from Corkscrew Barbecue, and we'll be right back. Awesome.
2: Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is your one-stop shop for premium quality meats delivered right to your doorstep. Delivering all over the United States, Duke's Premium Meats offers you the best in quality, by personally working closely with local ranchers and butchers. Duke's Premium Meats offers everything from fillets and lobster tails, to heart-shaped ribeyes, to Texas-raised Wagyu brisket. Get amazing meat delivered right to your door by using Duke's Premium Meats. Visit their site at www.dukespremiummeats.com. Welcome back to the Cost of Goods Told podcast. We're now in part three with the dynamic duo behind Corkscrew Barbecue. Bam! Bam! Parts one and two, we've kind of journeyed up into the opening of the restaurant, and you know, kind of the establishment that y'all are. I know that we do want to talk about the future and everything along those lines, um, for sure. Um, a couple things that uh, I know that I definitely wanted to talk about um, is the the day to day kind of operations that y'all go through. Um, from an outsider view, looking in at the first time that I saw y'all. Um, Will, you are working your tail end off on, on that meat. Um, I think from my understanding is that there's not a piece of meat on that pit or that comes out that you haven't touched. That's, That's to me, um, an insane way to work, not be, not from the sense of, like, you're, you're crazy, but from the sense of. <laughs> That means every single day, whether you're not feeling well or, you know, whatever's going on in, in day-to-day life, you are there to make sure that there is some high-quality stuff coming out of Sorry. out of that establishment. Uh, Nicole, I know that you do a lot of the other operational stuff. You do a lot of the front-end stuff. You do uh, the, the sides. Uh, I don't
3: make the sides anymore. Right. All the recipes are mine. They're all original. Right. I've Made them all, but I don't do that anymore. I have passed on that. But do you <laughs> test them before they? I eat? Taste them every single. There you, day. Okay, yeah. there you My go. My guys, know it. they they sit there and they watch me with this look, and then I'm like, okay, we're good. Or I'm like, it's too salty, or let's do this, or let's do that, you know. And they're they johnny on spot. They fix yeah. everything every yeah. single time. But yeah, I taste everything. I taste the meats every day. I'm the official taste tester, and I am not sad about it. <laughs> I'm not sad about it. I, don't I wouldn't be either. Day uh he asked me all the time hey babe run in the office he's like try this i don't i don't, I don't think it's right i'm like it, it tastes great i'm happy
1: with it like what are you what <laughs> like, take bring me some more can i have a play to can that please <laughs> <piece. laughs>
2: we also have a a pretty good uh, core team I think you know I think every time that I've come in there one thing is to be consistent from your side of it but to be consistent on the other side uh, takes a immense amount of teamwork Uh, we talked about how you have a guy even in the long lines you know like coming out making sure everybody's okay Um, every single time that I've waited they've done a great job Um, I know Y'all have seen me come up and order it and so forth, but I've watched other plates go out. I've watched them operate with other people. Not, not saying that I'm anything special, but like I like to make sure that like, hey, I know he's gonna post it on Instagram and it's gonna get shared and da 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 da. But it matches. My, matches. My plate matches. My ribs match. Everything that I'm getting matches what everybody else is getting, and that's incredible. That you know your 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 best plate to even if it's a Texas Monthly type of guy, somebody else is going to match that. We take
4: great pride in the fact that that we stand behind our product. Absolutely. I, I never have and I never will. What is on my board when a ticket comes in is what is getting sliced. That's it. I'm <laughs> yeah. not digging in the warmer for the best cut because I saw the name on the ticket or I see you standing there at the, at the counter ordering food. The brisket that I have on my board, there's only one open at a time. Uh-huh. There's only one unwrapped at a time. Same with the racks of ribs, everything else that you order, what's on the board, that's what's going on your plate. If I don't like if it's not good enough for you, it's not good enough for any of my other customers. Right. If I'm not happy, that brisket is going in the trash can. Mm. That's it. Period. Yeah. We've done that from day one. From the trailer, we made that. We made that commitment from day one. It, well, I would rather lose money than lose face. And so, that's, that's
2: that's an immensely that's difficult, difficult decision, decision to make as an yeah. operator. <laughs> it's, it's more
3: important. I mean, everybody is important. It, it. I mean, from people who write up on us to any anybody our customers are just as important their money is just as important sure. to them as to anybody else and we don't want to ever make our customers feel like because somebody writes about us or something that they're going to automatically be important these are the people who come in our door every day who leave lunch from work to come drive over to eat lunch at our restaurant and wait in line that that's important to us we want them to be just as important as anybody else they're going to talk to tons of people. One person is a hundred people. Right. Yeah. And we don't want them to think that we would do anything different for y'all that we would do for them. They're who got us here. They're who going are going to continue to get us where we're going. They're the ones who are con- going to continue to write into media, who tell people who we are, who tell the right person that they don't even know they're telling this person who tells this person, whatever, right. who find out about us and they you know the same with y'all I mean y'all found us from somebody so it's the same thing you know it's uh Everybody's got to be just as important as the next person, no matter who
1: they are. Yeah, I think, uh, and what based on what you just said and what also your husband said, Will, is that, you know, if I don't like this brisket, it's going in the trash can. First of all, I want to buy you trash cans with my name on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't
3: worry. He's but, like, I'm
1: done with this. <laughs> that's right. But your kids are going to eat, too. Somebody They'll always eat eat. They that's why. They're, that's why they're over barbecue, right? Somebody, they're done with somebody
3: it. Somebody eats it. The trash can is typically <laughs> the, the, the guys at the restaurant.
1: So <laughs> right, that's eat, right. Like, right yeah, yeah. So but it, but it also speaks you know volumes and loudly to the integrity of the restaurant itself which is run by the people right a church is not a church without its people right. a restaurant is not a restaurant without its people right. and that integrity is is speaks volumes to if i can't eat it if i can't serve it i'm not it's going away That's it. right so that will get you much further than turn around and open one up to do a hand select, hand cut for a special name on a ticket because that's then right. they get the, the truest representation of what, you know, Will and Nicole are all about. That's right. And that's putting out the best possible product. So, I mean that, I think you'll be wildly successful for years and years and years to come with that same principle, which is, um, you know, and I've, I know some other restaurants that don't do that. Meaning, now they may chop it up and use it for something else, sure. right? Yeah. But totally um, they're the first ones <laughs> to say. No, nah, that one's not good enough. Put it back in the warmer. We'll use it for something sure. else. Whereas you're like, nah, it's going out. Well, yeah. you know,
4: and if you can repurpose it for something, of course, I would absolutely highly recommend that than throwing food in the garbage <laughs> right? So, like, like I said, like, I can help you. I can help you. Speech, you know, <laughs> know, we're, not, we're not just wasting food over there. No, food no, no, no. Of everything. course not. Um, I would, you know, we would, we would much rather give that food to somebody who needed that food yeah. and, and, and could care less who the hell we are. Uh, or what our brisket looks
1: like that day—that just needs food to eat. Yeah, but to uh, this, but which to is my, al- <laughs> <laughs> but my only, my real point in that was not to so much settle on that word, but but right. the yeah. standard, the standard that absolutely. you set for yourself in your Stay business, high. you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, it's not just what's coming out of the pit; it's what y'all are bringing into the pit beforehand. You know, right. the the quality of meat that you're doing, and then the the care. We talked about it kind of off camera. Sorry, guys, but um, we talked about you know. Your your passion for what type of meat you're going to use. Do you mind explaining that to our listeners a little bit? You know,
3: uh, it's it's really huge, um, especially how our daughter being a vegetarian. I know it's <laughs> crazy, but um, years ago I made a decision that as much as we put out, I wanted to be we wanted to be responsible for what we were doing and getting animals that are treated correctly and doing the You know so-called circle of life is great you know i mean animal hunts animals so on and so on but i want it to be right Mm -hmm. i don't want to think that our animals spent all their times in a pen locked up you know treated horribly killed horribly i want to know that ours are raised on a farm living their best life Mm -hmm. um treated correctly you know people touch them and give them acknowledgement as being, you know you have they have they have blood running through them and heartbeats. Right.
1: And Respecting the animal.
3: Absolutely.
4: Respecting the animal's fruit of the earth, you know, it's not something that needs to be just consumed.
3: Necessarily. You do it for your, your yeah. pets at home, it's kinda the same thing. We don't we're not eating our pets at home, you know <laughs> right. like you don't I don't understand just you. caring for the animal. You care for the animal. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you wouldn't do that to your own pet. You you're not gonna mistreat them like that and so we want to make sure that we are kind of we're buying the same thing that it's not commodity
1: it's a very humanely you know thought process right very humane thought process but i will tell you that uh, even if you're let's say you're a human being but you're not humane towards animals meaning you don't care where the meat comes from you just want it to taste good right there is a huge difference between uh, humanely treating an animal and then harvesting that animal absolutely. and then mistreating an animal and harvesting that animal right. The pH that jumps through an animal's blood and muscles and the, it becomes fibrous and tough And it's, it's not nearly gonna be as tender or um, the adrenaline Yeah, absolutely. So, so Regardless of whether you want to be kind of the animal or not you get a better product treating an animal humanely and harvesting that animal in the right possible way the that's right necessary. conditions
4: and again i think that comes down to our responsibility so the way from our perspective this is one of the reasons why we did it yeah. is is because we we feel like we had a sense of responsibility the takeaway from it is that it also is just fantastic and yeah. represents well yeah right uh, or represents <laughs> well so <laughs> everybody wins and the customer doesn't necessarily need to know that's why. right we do what we do Yep. All they know is that, wow, that tastes amazing. exactly. And, and if, if they care to know, well, this is why.
1: Yeah, that's cool. And
3: I've had people ask me, you know, I've heard you do Creekstone. I've read about Creekstone. <laughs> yeah. Or I've heard you do um, Compart. You know, why do you do you know, Compart and blah, blah, blah. You mm-hmm. know, I wrote... An email to Jim. And I wrote him an email and told him how important it was for me to have these types of meats and how and for these to be treated and he sent me photos invited us to come see him nice and I used to come see the farm you know if my heart was unsettled you know this is what we do blah 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 and and I wrote and I hung that email up in our dining room oh, in cool. the line so people could read it along with the creek stone. and I have some other ones I just haven't gotten up for other animals but yeah yeah it's huge there's not you know It doesn't just end up in the grocery store. That's what people need to know. It doesn't just end up in the grocery store. It comes from somewhere, and so you're buying commodity meats. You need to find out where these animals are coming from. And when we can get people to start buying meats that are not that are treated humanely, then we will start. The prices will start coming down because they won't have to compete with commodity meats with animals who are treated horribly and we'll get rid of all of that and we'll start having more farm-raised again we'll go back to what we used to be Mm -hmm. and we will start seeing those prices come down and then everybody will get to eat farm-raised meats as we should be It'll be a happy ending story.
0: Yeah.
2: It's just, it, it's it's just hard to be not necessarily ahead of that curve, but part of that front part of the part curve. Part of the learning curve. And especially stuff. someone that is, since because the accolades have come out, such a forefront and such a visual representation of it in that people will say, oh, well, why is their brisket so expensive? Oh, it's because they got written up on Texas Monthly or, yeah. da, 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 or because he's so popular. Da, da. It's like, no, no, you don't freaking yeah. understand, That's you know? <laughs> um, one hey, of the most
1: telling so. soft music. Inside that room where it costs a lot of money. It does. <laughs> and the massages, I mean, yeah. you know, they wash the hand wash. The washed. Champagne, <laughs> bath, champagne baths, yeah. popping, <laughs> popping tops. <so. laughs> yeah. what <else> is
2: this? <laughs> <laughs> you go to be Kobe Beef in Japan. True. You know, that's what you do. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I'm but, sorry. No no, but no, 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 no. you am a child. No, no, no. perfect, man. That's perfect. i have like 10 times Yeah. Um, So, one, I I applaud that. I applaud that 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 was an initial you know, ground rule that you set for yourself when you were cooking one brisket at a time and, and trying to figure things out to, to you're still standing by it. Um, I hope customers, you know, through listening to this or, you know, through anything that we share start to recognize that because this is the same, not the same conversation, but it's a similar conversation that we've had with other pit Absolutely. masters that we, we, we've we had with Willet from Burger Champ where he was like, look, you know, he, he was talking to me about the strawberry milkshake. He only does it when it's in season. There's only a certain amount that he can make. Right. And when it's out, it's out. I got the very first one, and I got the second to last one. Willett got the last one. I'm, oh, right? I'm mad at you, Willett. Where's the camera? I'm mad at you, man. I saw your post on Instagram. I'm coming for you. But yeah, I might. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I'm hoping that the more and more that we can talk about it, the more and more it hits people's ears, the more and more that they understand it and like you said, eventually we can get more back to it, you know, and the prices will drop for everybody, for the customer, for y'all, you know, because food prices have gone up. Food prices have gone up and they've done it in an unsustainable way where we are destroying things on this planet, you know, and um, not to get all preachy or get on on my soapbox or whatnot, but establishments that can do this one please try please try yes. and two please support you know um, every i think every establishment wants to try and do the right thing there are we some do. barriers and so yeah, forth that there there are they can't a
3: lot of barriers and we can't do it with everything you know we've tried it with the vegetables and that's almost been impossible and you know so we get it with this vegetable but not that vegetable you know because we have to have coleslaw all the time so i can get sometimes i can get it you know organic sometimes you can't and, right you know so i think it just comes down to doing the best you can mm-hmm. I don't think every restaurant's gonna be able to do every single thing perfect. Nobody can, that's just part of life. Right. But I think if we can all try to do somewhat our part, including personally, you know, in your own homes, Mm -hmm. of of trying to do those things more responsible, I think it helps everybody in the long run. I agree. Like really, really does.
1: So how does your daughter being a vegetarian, play into the business and what i mean by that is obviously you know uh, you take care of her she's well taken care of yes does that translate into the business and do you offer those types of dishes and center-of-the-plate items and gluten-free, I mean all the buzzwords, like gluten-free. Okay. sure do. Yeah. Okay, good. We have
4: something for everybody at the restaurant, and uh, uh, really to my behest, at first when we started, when we were building menus and doing this, I was like, why are
3: we putting a salad on this menu? <laughs> 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 it was like a salad. It was a spinach uh-huh. salad, you know. It was like very protein-centric join right uh and, and with and
1: and a spinach salad and strawberries argued and
4: arguing argued <laughs> over it and and she won and i can see like it's a it's a huge success uh people love that we have a lot of people you know we're a lunchtime place we have a lot of corporate folks business okay. folks coming to, the, to, to, to our establishment um, and it's a mixed group of people you mm-hmm. know people at the office grab you we're going to lunch you want to come with us yeah let's go we've got something on the menu for everybody there yeah
3: and we've tried we're doing more and more things have more and more things in mind for that kind of stuff but you know it's huge for us uh, we eat really healthy outside of it so having not just an iceberg salad was big to me because you know it's water yeah well, <laughs> spinach, it's huge and um, I was like well that's you're actually getting something if you're eating a spinach salad so right. we want to put more nutrients
1: There's some value in it, in it right
3: some value in it and you know having different things and different vegetables and cut things and I'm, I'm picky on those things and yeah with our daughter she's uh, been vegetarian for two years but her and I have always worked very hard on having things very specific mm-hmm. and um, so now I work for her also to do those things very specific to have different items my sister is a vegan um, so I try to I try to tune into those things with people who are vegan I, we don't have a lot but we have things You know, right. we have stuff for them right and um, it's, I mean, it's a barbecue restaurant. Sure. You know, if you're like super vegan, <laughs> animal rights wise, you're not going to step foot in our door. You yeah, <laughs> probably want to go somewhere else. <laughs> we try, we try hard. But we, we try don't. hard. If yeah you, I explained to some vegans, you know, in Austin, we were at Texas Monthly, who were screaming and yelling at us. You know, I tried to explain to them as one was carrying a leather purse. Clearly, she gets it. So, you know, but I explained to her, I was like, look, you know, we're doing it's circle of life, like I said earlier. You know, that's this is part of it. It's about being responsible. Of course, Mm -hmm. I got yelled at for it, anyways, but it's all about like I tell her daughter, this is what we do. Yeah. And she's understanding. She doesn't matter. She's never like me. So, she's that's this isn't like a. It's, it's not a like protest a thing. In right, a right,
2: right, right. When she stopped
0: oh, eating meat, we, we were not surprised. I hope she
3: does. That would be hard. That would <laughs> that pull that at your tough. heartstrings. <laughs> she doesn't put anything in people's faces. It's just her thing. Yeah. I get it. She's just like, no, she's just like.
1: No. I think what's, you know, what's cool is that while you are barbecue-centric, right, you still you still have other guests. You still have people at the office who say, hey, you want to come with us? Yeah. Yeah, I can't go. They don't have anything. Or I'm going to go over here and grab a salad. Will they have yeah. a salad? Yeah. So you, you to hey, so you gotta have one. You gotta have the one or two items on there that people can accept Absolutely. and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna do that." Or, or if they decide, do "Y'all do fish during Lent or anything?" Do y'all try to smoke we, anything? We
3: try to, but it goes through so fast that we never get to it. Yeah, we so. have always had great good
4: intentions. Hey, you got the next ten years.
1: Yeah, you got the next decade. Of yeah, we got it. <laughs> we'll
4: get there. One, of the, one of these days, we'll get it. It's gonna game. happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I should call them saints, or you know, oh, they're helping people sure. be, be responsible. Oh no, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you okay. can have my vote but i, I mean really you may you need really more really to get in Trust yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> i'll yes. tell you my opinion doesn't matter much right now I'll out there i'm sure <laughs> well speaking
2: of moving forward and and, yeah. and the next 10 years or something like that now i i mentioned that it's crazy that you touch every piece of meat yeah to me it doesn't seem sustainable long run of course um is that something that you struggle with is that something like
4: i, I wouldn't say struggle yet uh, but I, I think it's, you know, it is something that the future holds. The struggle will be, will will arise. And, mm-hmm. it, and it's something that I know, it's ever present in my mind. I know it's something that I need to work on. I'm not ready to give it up. Mm-hmm. Um, the restaurant needs to be more sustainable without Will and Nicole. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to have to be one day or, or we just don't have to find something else to do. Um, <laughs> we've got a really great crew i'm 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 letting more go than I ever have um and i'm I'm training people better than I ever have. I'm trying to really cultivate people these days rather than just point yeah, um, yeah. so we're getting there we uh the future holds great things for will and Nicole holds great things for corkscrew barbecue um uh, but we need to be able to be in other places to to achieve these goals that we yeah. have so yes it's, so it's, it's on our minds, okay
2: and i think um one of the things that i've seen is um you and chef austin are, are relatively close. Very close is he somebody that you've been able to kind of bounce ideas off of or you know kind of get some
4: i, I would know, say bounce ideas off of um he's uh as far as uh, in, in the culinary field so far ahead of me um that it's it's more like sponge off of okay there you go yeah i'm learning so much from that guy he's, he's so politically so... correct yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> saints
2: <laughs> political saints
0: well spoken we'll say well he he
4: he's he's a fantastic person uh i i've, I've we've done projects together mm-hmm. um we'll in the past yesterday
2: yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I did not see a post about y'all doing something yesterday. It's hilarious. Oh, okay.
3: So they were going to um,
4: Birthright barbecue fest in Dallas. Yeah. They're oh on yeah. Their way out there. On
3: their way. So he, so Austin picks him up. Austin and him have become really good friends cool. also. Mm-hmm. So he picks Will up at twelve thirty yesterday and Father's Day he asked me, he's like, Do you I was like, Well that barbecue fest that he wants me to go to with him is on Father's Day. What do you think? He's like I'm gonna tell him no and I was like why he's like well it's Father's Day and I was like oh my god babe go the kids will be fine and it's like one Sunday of you're you're always here with us it's not a big deal are you sure just go just y'all have fun y'all enjoy like have guy time he doesn't get guy time I absorb all of his time <laughs> I'm insanely needy when it comes to him obviously we work together I like this at all times Aww. Um, so he goes 12 30 I take my kids to my mom's She wants them to spend the night And I was like Okay yeah, The dogs are my mom's Kids are my mom's Now what gone. do you do? Yeah So I'm like Well I'm, Okay shit So I go home <laughs> It's 4.30ish I make a margarita Turn on a movie Sitting outside And I was like Well I got my laptop Margarita Movie And I'm like I'm going to shop All night I'm going to drink margaritas I'm going to shop And I'm going to watch TV I get a text from them And I'm like Oh sweet They're there Okay Hey, babe, there's tornadoes touching down. We're on our way back. I was like,
0: what the f <laughs> I was like,
3: you're on your way back. Right. I would have been like, hotel bar. Like, you know, we're going back to the hotel. Hey, right. We're going to drink the hotel bar all night. Right. Chill out. They got there. Show me the pic. They turn around. He's like, pick somewhere to go eat supper. We're on our way back. You know, and I was like, well, shit. I'm going to finish my margarita. i gonna finish my movie. I got three and a half hours to right, so get back. They get back home, and they show me the picture, and it was jet black. They showed the picture in front of them yeah. in Dallas, and it was Jeez. tornadoes touching down.
4: Yeah, we were driving into something fierce. Uh, I, the festivals uh, didn't end up getting canceled. Uh, did they, not? No, it did not. They ended up having a good time. I don't know how they pulled it off. Wow. Um, good for them. Patrick and Aaron Fee just were out there, yeah. so we were going to go out there and kind of – we didn't tell anybody we were coming. Um, Hard uh, Brand Beef is a is – a, uh, Chef Austin uses a lot of their products yeah. and is really good friends with the family. Um, they were sponsoring the event. Um, so we were going to go out and, and surprise everybody and, and taste all the treats that they were all making. Um, so we were keeping constant contact with them on our way out there uh, and, and they were like holed up in a, in a bank. Yeah,
1: I saw they were sheltered in place. Yeah, sheltered
4: in place. I mean, uh, Patrick was posting pictures all through the night, like two thirty in the morning, it was raining. Four thirty in the morning, it was raining. Mm -hmm. This was all live fire cook stuff. Mm. Yeah, because he did. did, I
2: think he did did, like his whole hog kind of set up again. I was like, like, come, just one time can he have a cook Uh, without uh, the weather not not cooperating? You know, give
4: give the hogs a break for a minute.
2: (laughs) 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 Something's
4: going on in your life. Was happening now, but he's had poor luck. The last few cooks uh, for sure uh, aaron franklin was out there doing like a whole side of beef in a brick pit um uh there there's a lot of cool stuff going on out there uh so we, we were really kind of disappointed that I we bet. were driving I into this and, to to and, well I,
3: i'll never
4: <laughs> i'll never uh, pass that up for That's sure <laughs> <laughs> well you know in order to get to the hotel we still had to drive farther into the storm you know yeah. we, were, we were on the very southern edge of dallas when when we saw this and, and turned on am radio and started listening to the weather reports and uh from from where we were sitting, it didn't look like the festival was going to happen, so we just called it mm-hmm. and headed
1: back home. And so. make the executive decision. So they had I seven <laughs> hours.
3: Seven
4: hours on the road with Chef Austin yesterday. <laughs> we didn't accomplish anything, but we had great conversation. That's uh, good. Always enjoy hanging out with him, and uh, uh, we're working on things in the future. Hopefully, you know him and I can come together at more festivals and and collaborate. Um, we're already talking about maybe doing another collaborative collaborative dinner. At Tris, okay, with uh, his collaborate series yeah. that he
2: does, yeah. those those are huge for. for... We did one already. We've yeah, done two we you've done two. Yeah, yeah. we started yeah. the collaborate.
3: Yeah, we, collab- yeah. we started the season of collaborate. Yeah, we did
4: this season. We started it, but uh, and every time it's been a great showing. I mean, it's, him mm-hmm. I
3: don't know what it is yeah. uh,
4: between him and I. It's That's it's harmony. It's some harmony. kind of bromance, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, was time, I was like, I'm
3: surprised you didn't take him out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> his palette and my
4: palette and, and our 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 our. Food's just combine seamlessly every single time, Thank so it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So, you know, it's something that we'd like to continue to work on and, and cultivate together um, and see what happens, you know. Right. Nothing, nothing on the books. Just, we, uh, we'd
1: love to be a part of that process. We're yeah. having him on next week. Yeah. yeah yes. And uh, yeah. we are really excited to have him as well, yeah, just like with you guys. So. He's a
4: great guy. He's way yes. smarter than me. Um, and, and I doubt and, it. That he really <laughs> is. I mean, his, his, uh, his food knowledge is beyond... It's crazy. Anybody that I know, it's crazy.
2: Uh, he's a lot younger than I thought he was. With no, the I mean, level of success that he's absolutely. had, it's incredible. And, and, the, and the length yeah. of
4: time that he's been mm-hmm. at this location that he's at, mm-hmm. this uh, group that he's with, uh, he he started. I mean, he took an executive position at a very. Image, mm-hmm. um, and and you see where he's at now. I mean, uh, but he's, he's also. also it's, it's kind of
2: like what, what you talked about too. too, too was when we like, when we, we saw you two working together at the Houston Barbecue Festival. It wasn't you know like like chef versus chef chef on one dish or something or like hey you do this i do everything complimented not just Mm -hmm. i mean the The way way he interacted with your staff as well was like like, hey look he he just fit right in and my my restaurant restaurant background there's not too many chefs that are like that we've met a lot of those guys in the barbecue community for sure um but it was it was really cool to kind of see that that collaboration come to fruition and be so fun good yeah, too because it, it was it was was it the beef tongue or beef it was beef tongue right that y'all did beef tongue yeah, yeah. and, and then it was yeah. the yeah
3: yeah yeah they work together they have just this chemistry I'm telling you they like you said the, the bromance it's other the it's less the romance it's more of a romance of food mm-hmm. yeah no it's not it's it, exactly what it yeah. is. <laughs> do you,
1: so you probably so do you envision more collaborations, whether it be with, with Chef Austin or other? Absolutely. I think hit uh, masters we, and, we've been. Uh,
4: uh, we of course uh, Houston barbecue uh, does you know the Houston barbecue festival. They do the, the throwdowns at St. Louis mm-hmm. Brewery. Uh, we've always been invited to do those, but we've been invited to do that with Chef Austin this year okay. for, the, for the Throwdown. Cool, And I think we're going to take him up on it. Good, good, um,
1: good. That'll be exciting.
4: Yeah, so we definitely have more things to come. Um, and again, like I said, we've talked about doing another Collaborate dinner. Most of the time on the Collaborate dinners, he'll, he'll you know, it's a tasting menu. He'll do uh, four or five dishes, and then his guest will do four or five dishes, right. and it'll just be, you know, one after the other. Uh, whereas as, at our Collaborates, it's every single dish has a smoked element. Uh, we work together on every single dish and fine-tune the Whether entire menu smoked
3: together. smoked fruits or smoked Yeah, yeah dessert I and mean, everything. There's all
4: kinds of stuff. That's really smoked. cool. Pass apps all the way to dessert. I mean, everything has a smoked element to so it. So that,
1: that continues to add tools to the tool belt, right? So those experience and interaction. Oh, sure. Any any thoughts of another restaurant? Another location? You know, not... Or not, a different concept, for that matter. I,
4: I think maybe they're... Uh,
1: not corkscrew <laughs> Nicole is like biting her tongue and saying, you're yeah. dancing all around it which tells me something good is coming
4: well you know we we're, we're, we're not I can tell you this Bums much: we're, we're not going to open a second corkscrew no. barbecue Okay. Um, I don't want to dilute what we have sure um, and I and I kind of feel that that kind of can sometimes happen not all the time not yeah. every instance but if you know I am so heavily involved in it um, I really have a lot of work to do to yep. get that restaurant itself self-sufficient without will and Nicole involved in it um, at the capacity that we are in now yeah uh, so a second location of corkscrew is is not in the works I can tell you that but, okay uh, we've been offered that's another you know earlier I touched on the fact that we kind of ride between bumpers uh, you know we've had investors come to us we've had uh, very wealthy people from dubai come to us we've had uh, all kinds of opportunities to take corkscrew to uh, amazing levels and every single one of them is a huge compliment uh, it is yeah. and, and we take it just as that and and we respectfully decline uh every single one of them this is we have a very clear vision of what corkscrew is what it what it has been and what it's going to be uh and and nothing can us from that course but we are open to other ideas and other concepts if there's a way that we can get corkscrew mm-hmm. On its own two feet. Uh, of course, we're going to continue on with our careers yeah. uh, and 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 build more. I would love uh, Corkscrew the brand to be a, uh, a group, not just a single. One.
1: So with all that, all the success you've had, right? There's some people along the way have helped. There's some people for the right or wrong reason, right? Some people yep. have helped you by motivating you, and some people have encouraged you. Anybody you want to give a shout out to? Anybody want to say thank you to? I mean, your grandma obviously is one of them, Right? She yeah, gave you the extra push. She definitely
4: is. I, I think
3: uh... my mom, my dad, his parents. I mean, so family, obviously. Our, yeah. All of our family, family all of our sure. friends. I mean, our friends, like we were kind of floored by everybody, everybody being so supportive mm-hmm. and, and all of our friends came to everything. You know, they, any events that we had or any, like we would just go to, you know, this one thing was having like a chili cook off, but they wanted to have food there too. And we went there, and it was a total bus, and we didn't sell anything. Mm-hmm. And they all showed up and bought all kinds of food. And, like, oh. all of our friends, they and they all know who they are. They all – I'm not going to name them because I know all <laughs> You'll get in trouble. That's <laughs> why you'll get <getting laughs> in trouble. And uh, <clears throat> they supported us. His brother, um, our sister-in-law, like, they – I don't think any of them ever were doubting us. They all were just like we're by your side. It like, gives you the confidence they to push. for us. Our, our neighbor across the street, Preston, who you know was 16 at the time, who's now a state trooper. You know he came and he worked for us anytime we needed him and anytime oh. we needed. Every
4: him. summer, every spring break, any event we had, event college, we had and to high do, school, we'd have I mean, money was we with paid a beer. You know, That's cool. You, know, <laughs> you can pay guys in beer. Well, was yeah, or brisket. <laughs> <or> <was laughs> beer and
1: brisket, right? State of course. All names have been changed to protect the innocent. Never took part under. <laughs> yeah. it, was <laughs> it was market research. It was market research. We're talking to the saints here. They can't lie. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, so but Creekstone, you know, Creekstone being a good supplier of meats, and, and you guys obviously agree. I mean, you, no, like, yeah, you like what s- they do for you. Every, and
4: every, everybody fantastic. that we've partnered with, you know, they, they also have a tremendous responsibility, and they recognize sure. it, and that's why we do business with them. So, yeah, to the Creekstone Farms, to the Comparts, to, to everybody that goes above what they necessarily have to do, to sell the product that they're selling, uh, kudos to you. That's why, I mean, that's why we're in bed with you. Sure. That's why we're doing what we do. Um, To our kids. Yeah, to our kids. I mean, they're they're supporting us as well, you know, and all the accolades that we get, you know, they think we're the coolest people in the world, which if you have kids, know that that's incredibly hard. And it doesn't last forever. So, you know, the fact (laughs) that they look up to us now, uh, in the years that their brains are developing is a fantastic thing. Um, To my mom. I think that's huge for her. Her mom's a she huge She does in everything,
3: business. anything. Time we need stuff for the kids, anytime that she need, we need her to get them from this or get them from that, she does all of our accounting. She does so much for us. I, I don't know that we could, we definitely could not survive. So it's a family, family
1: affair, obviously.
3: It, it, it definitely is. is. Yeah.
4: And, and uh, there's there's uh, two people that were in my life that I was in a barbecue restaurant when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know, it, they didn't teach me anything really about barbecue, but they taught <laughs> me everything I needed to know about life. It's so yeah. a time in my life where I was not respecting authority very well. I would not listen to my parents who could have taught me all the same lessons in life. But for whatever reason, Wayne and Charlotte Reed, uh, who are no longer with us, um, man, they really took me to a different place in life.
2: That's cool. That was Reed's Barbecue, correct? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, which is down the street from where our new ref- we're close. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's, it was huge.
1: Well, and everybody has that hand up at some point, right? Whether it be barbecue or life or...
3: You know,
4: just that it takes that person, those people that actually believe in you yeah. as, a, as a human being. Yeah. That you're worth more than this. You can accomplish so much great things.
1: They see it in you, even though you may they not They see it in you.
4: Yeah. And, and they push you to be greater than what you That's are. That's cool. And those are the folks that did it for me.
2: Cool. But holy cow, what a, this has been an absolute great journey. Awesome yeah. journey. Yeah. Awesome podcast, I hope people have a lot to take away from this. I, I don't even think we asked what type of wood you use or how long you smoke it. or no, right. anything like that. Rookie. Screw that. bro. No, no, like no, nah, just get out there. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. Right. <laughs> um and so the, the that's, you know, it, it's aw- also it's awesome that y'all came on here. You guys have Every freaking publication, I bet, reaching out to you. Um, I also think Chef Austin only said that he'd come on our podcast after we said we got, we got y'all on. I mean, yeah. so.
1: <laughs> he didn't say that, but he it's may have indicated. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like, if you yeah. can get them, you can get me. Yeah, yeah something, something like that. So for uh, those who aren't aware or, or under a rock mm-hmm. or haven't paid attention, where can they find you? Where are you located?
3: We're in Old Town Spring. We're at yeah, 26608. Six, Keith Street,
4: Spring, Texas seven seven three seven three.
1: And on social media, Instagram. At
3: Corkscrew BBQ. Okay,
1: on Instagram, not on Facebook. Oh no, it's on Facebook.
3: We're on Facebook, We're on Facebook, on Facebook, as, Facebook as well. Twitter, yeah. Instagram, LinkedIn. Any any of those, you All know,
4: search cool. Corkscrew BBQ, you're gonna find us.
1: And website.
3: CorkscrewBBQ.com.
1: Hours of operation.
3: We are open Tuesday through Saturday. We open at eleven. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Until sold out.
3: Until sold out, which is average time, three thirty, four
1: o'clock. Why don't you make more brisket? I'm just (laughs) kidding. Uh, Let's go into that real quick. I'll just (laughs) hey I'll just read read me real quick when
3: you go. I'll just read I'll just read me on the website. Read me. Well, listen, thank- oh, and we're hiring.
1: <laughs> oh, and they're hiring, too. <laughs> they're hiring. Hey, I'm a about a to put in a, a freaking application. Chance. <laughs> uh, you guys thanked us, but thank you. We, thank we
4: you. really appreciate you're welcome. the opportunity to be on Super the show. Excited. It's our pleasure. And, uh, uh, happy we can make it out.
1: Well, we know how busy you are, and we've played phone tag, and we've made yeah. appointment changes, and so yeah. we're just happy you're here, and we, yeah. we feel blessed, and uh, Likewise. we will continue to follow you and promote you and help you in every way we can. So, thank you, folks. thank you for attending. You got anything else?
2: i'll just again i always say it and i always get long-winded saying thank you but <laughs> yeah. uh every time we do a podcast like them. this I, i'll hug them i want to <laughs> hug every single one of my listeners i want to hug our our sponsors uh everybody who supported us um all i can ask is if you could just you know like and subscribe you know um give us a follow shoot us any comments anything like that to help us grow this podcast every single like and follow helps us with our sponsorships and so forth um this has been an incredible journey uh, i am thankful for you darren lafferty for oh, helping shit. me get to where i am um with this podcast uh i'd never thought that i would have you know you you know corkscrew barbecue all of these great guys on i mean you know everybody feed all these guys who are you know texas monthly type of guys the guys who like i said have publications constantly hounding them for y'all to say hey you know what we're we're gonna come on and and sit here and and talk to a microphone and talk to your dumbass Connor." you know so very blessed so um like i said before thank you to everybody uh like and subscribe (laughs) and and i'm out i'm done i'm done i'm done (laughs) thank you start tearing
1: up duke's premium meats and uh beavers htx
3: thank you beavers
1: yeah, absolutely. Appreciate so it. that's that's the close of uh, episode three and you know, or part, part three 30. of uh, <laughs> Corkscrew. Join us for the next one. We'll be back soon. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, guys.